0: Hi guys, welcome Guess back. Is back. S and H. I was gonna a, do S N H. Episode four. Episode four. Ready. Oh it's like my a four-year-old baby now. <laughs> first of all, I want to just talk about my sweater. How cute it is, and it says "You're Boring bye.
1: Okay.
0: You know, I love it. I just wanted to give it a little shout out. Awesome. Today we're gonna talk about a very interesting subject. Yeah, we're not talking subject.
1: about we're not we're not talking about clothes today.
0: Unfortunately, but you know. Everything has its own time. Maybe one day we will. (laughs) We're gonna gonna ask Salman for fashion advice. That would be hilarious. I think. Yep. Okay. Today we're gonna talk about um, the enemy. Something very yeah, something very mean, like the monster under your bed. Something. You think your ex boyfriend was bad,
1: girl? Yeah, they heard about this guy.
0: No, like this is crazy. Everyone knows about it, but. No one has killed it yet type of thing. are still in a yeah. war against it. Yeah, but you guys, they already know what we're talking about based on the title. It was still so funny. It was still worth doing it. We're <laughs> going to talk about carbs. Carbs! You know, yes, carbs are the new enemy.
1: Mm-hmm. Or I the think second
0: new enemy. Sugar is the new enemy. they has
1: been an enemy for a while.
0: Yeah. And uh, we hate it. Carbs are so bad. You should not be eating carbs. No, they turn yeah, you yeah. into this fat
1: potatoes. blob.
0: But I like potatoes. Yeah. Okay, we need to shut up and start already. Okay. So, uh, instead of just, you know, covering the basics of one thing, like we did in the previous episodes, today we're going to go more in depth with uh, carbs. Yeah. Talk about, uh, like, when to eat them, what are carbs, what do they do, like, all that good stuff. Yeah,
1: we'll try to get as much as we can. Yes, exactly. Try to get you guys more familiar with all the facets of carbs. So,
0: you're not scared of carbs anymore, you guys become BFFs and grow together and become happy
1: or you become a little more educated and still decide to be scared of them because Oh, you're so worried <laughs> like your shirt
0: oh my god okay bye shirt reference okay so first question what are carbs almond
1: what are carbs
0: what are those
1: okay,
0: I'm so, so carbs
1: is one of the three main macromolecules we have protein we have fats and we have carbs Good job. and basically um, <clears throat> carbs are gonna be a great source of energy they're broken down through your food and they fuel the body to produce something that we call ATP which is a molecule that gives you energy to perform any action that your body needs from breathing basically ATP is energy ATP is energy, yes. everything in your body. Even when you're just sitting, resting, doing nothing, there's a bunch of stuff happening in your body. Digestion, breathing, circulatory system, all these things, immune system, all these things are still working. Even when you're sleeping, even when you're sitting, even when you're watching Netflix, there's still a bunch of stuff happening. That's why even if you are in a coma, we still have to give you food like as a liquid version, but you still need, like, you can't just not eat. You have to eat even to remain alive and doing nothing. So, so carbs
0: give you energy. Carbs give that's you energy. One of the, that's established fact.
1: That's established.
0: That's the first thing. What are carbs? Carbs give you energy. What else can you give us? These are different types of carbs?
1: There are different types of
0: carbs. So we hear complex carbs mm-hmm. versus
1: simple carbs. What are those? Ultimately they're different because one is bigger than the other. Complex are going to be a chain of different little sugars it all comes down from glucose and then you put some glucose together and it becomes something bigger and you have all kinds. And the longer the chain, the the more complex the carb is and the longer it takes your body to digest it. It's
0: like a family, you know? The
1: more members there are, the more drama you have. The stronger it becomes a community like Team team Solomon.
0: You know,
1: it started with one and two. Another one, another one, and then now we're a big gang, and we get more progress together because we have a support system. But that's just a tangent. So we're, we're complex carbs. So we're complex carbs. We're better. Okay. Simple carbs are obviously not perceived as as healthy as complex carbs because they do usually they originate from things that are highly processed.
0: So can we do like? few examples of complex carbs and simple carbs then i have more questions
1: for you yeah like like uh, syrup um that's what candies uh that's usually simple carbs okay and then you're gonna have all the all the way at the end of the spectrum you're gonna have like things like oats lentils beans things that are really like very complex and longer chains and usually better for your health what's rice and potatoes white rice is actually more like a simple carb Mm-hmm. uh it's it gets digested pretty fast in your body but not necessarily a bad thing because there is a timing for everything and i do believe that there's time uh,
0: uh, we're gonna get to that i want to ask you when we should eat what so right now i just want you to give me a few examples like of, again complex yeah complex
1: similar. so complex what oats, fruits? lentils. fruits fruits depend depending on the uh, the fiber content of certain fruits some are going to be faster to digest others are going to be slower so it depends on the fiber like an apple would be mostly um a complex carb a little bit and like a banana or watermelon grapes it's more simple yeah more simple
0: okay so now if you want to get into it Mm -hmm. is there a time that i should eat complex carbs is there a a time i should eat the
1: simple ones okay um strategically there is um, if you have a well-balanced diet, let's say you're, let's say you don't track your macros and you just go with the flow. I think general guidelines would be go for complex carbs because they're more statious. Um, they give you this fullness feeling faster because of the fiber and because it's slower to digest. They don't give spikes in insulin. Like this is a very trendy word, like but insulin. A spike. question
0: before we go forward. So in your opinion, everyone should eat a certain amount of carbs, right?
1: Everyone should eat carbs. It just go Unless you're on a ketogenic diet, then ideally you avoid it. But that's a personal choice.
0: So for people, you know, we hear it often that they want to lose weight, they automatically cut carbs. Yeah. But they are not really like keto, you
1: know? No, exactly. So is that a good call? Inherently, it's not necessarily a bad call because mm-hmm. if I had to choose between protein and carbs, I would cut the carbs first. Um, now the problem is like the degree of amount of carbs they're going to cut in their diet because people have this... All or nothing approach to diet, black or white. So, when this happens, then you end up cutting all your carbs out. And then, as we mentioned, carbs are needed in your body for energy. Now, your body could use other sources of macromolecules to produce energy, but the good thing about carbs, and especially complex carbs, is that they don't just like the foods that you're going to eat, don't just contain carbs, they also contain Minerals and vitamins and all these things that you need. So cutting all your carbs out is also depriving your body from getting all the good stuff that you would Mm -hmm. get paired with your carbs.
0: So I have a question because we're saying you're saying that our body is going to use the carbs.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: How does it do that? Does it store it? Does it keep it? Is that why like we become fat? Okay. Is it because the carbs just like keep storing? Like how does that happen?
1: So ultimately there's two questions here. The first one you ask is, what does your body do with carbs? Yes. And the second was...
0: Where does it keep it? Is that the belly fat? Like, Is that where it comes from? Mm
1: -hmm. Is it? I don't know. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's let's first talk about what does the body do with carbs. Um, Carbs is broken down into glucose, which is the readily accessible energy source. Your body uses it to perform all the actions. When you're in a workout especially at the beginning for, to fuel performance, you're using your fast accessible sugars. Now, mm-hmm. if you're in a position where there is no need for energy accessible right away, mm-hmm. your body's gonna start storing it. Now, your body will store carbs in your liver up to about 100 grams, and it will store carbs in your muscle, uh, which we call glycogen. Glycogen is basically a chain of sugar that your body stores as energy source that can be used whenever you're going to need it um it can store between three to 600 grams in your muscles oh, over your It's like the
0: camel on its back
1: yeah just like water but for sugar
0: camel has water
1: that's what they have in their back i'm shocked i swear to you i'm not even have you ever seen is. a freaking camel dehydrated it's hell like, no
0: it's like the time he told me that not all eggs become chicken
1: not all eggs becomes chicken. <laughs> My she couldn't believe me.
0: Huh? Okay, now they're going to be stupid. Eggs
1: have to be fertilized.
0: Okay. Uh, honestly, we really... <laughs> that was a <laughs> hell <whole laughs> of a tangent.
1: <laughs> okay, so 100 grams of uh, glycogen store in your, your liver. liver. Three to 600 grams of glycogen stored in your muscle. Now, depending on how much muscle you carry, you will store more glycogen. So I had... So a, I more glycogen in the stomach, I, had, I, had I had this question... Um, on my Instagram recently, and the person asked if you can adapt to a higher carb intake. Well, if you see it that way, if you can increase your muscle mass, you basically it's like this camel that has oh, let's call it a dromedary. Is that how they call it in English? Because the dromedary has one bump and the camel has Some, two. I didn't
0: even know what was in it. You asked <laughs> me for the
1: name of it. So, so that, that other camel type that has only one bump, imagine he like trains super hard and then there's a second bump that grows on his back. Oh, Cute. he can have a bigger reservoir of water okay,
0: so, so the bigger you become the more the, more
1: the more jacked you are the more carbs you could store as glycogen because you want to store your carb as glycogen that's what your body does first because once because it's an energy system that it demands less energy than converting the carbs into fats that's the second step converting the carbs into fats called lipogenesis that's when your body goes through a different process and then starts converting the carbs into a triglyceride, which is fat. And it will start storing it subcutaneously, like your under your belly, under your thighs, and all these areas you don't like it. And it becomes another um, uh, reserve of energy, because if there is a starvation tomorrow, then that's when your body's going to go. Now. Say? Okay, now.
0: We talked about the... The body's going to store it. Yeah. What does your
1: body do with carbs after using as energy? It uses as a store.
0: Okay. So we go back to the timing. To the timing. If we want to store the right amount and we don't want it to become fat. Yeah. When do we eat what type of carb?
1: Before we even get into this, if you don't want to get fat, I've said it loud and clear many times. It's about energy balance. So if you keep yourself at maintenance... You shouldn't be storing more than what you have stored at the moment. Now, if you want to lose your store, basically becoming leaner, you need to be in a deficit. That will make your body need to use the store as energy source because you're consuming less than you're burning and then get leaner. And then when you find you're lean enough and you're healthy enough at that level of body fat, you go back to maintenance. Your new maintenance, you got to figure it out, guys. It's not just a little internet calculator is going to give it to you. And you you can use this as a reference, but you need to figure out how it works with your body. You will go back to maintenance and then remain the way you are without doing more additional stores. Okay. Now, now
0: let's say we're aware of our calories. Yeah, so we're energy energy
1: balance number one.
0: Okay. Now, it's the famous like uh, carb timing and... Uh, okay,
1: carb timing. You now, know how
0: we hear often, often, oh my God, you should not eat carbs after 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Okay,
1: that... That's a myth that has been busted. Yeah. Um, there's no again, if you if you track your calories and then you're eating at maintenance, the timing of your carb, it's not a priority, guys. For the majority of my clients, I work primarily with intake, macro distribution, meaning how much protein, how much fat, how much carbs, and then that takes us really far on our journey. Now, once you want to start being a bit nitpicky and you want to time your meal you have the discipline because that's also very important. I can give you like the order I want you to eat it, but it might not be convenient with your lifestyle. But when you start having the discipline and you're in your routine, um I would say carbs revolving around your workouts, obviously, because we're talking we about energy. energy. Yeah. Talk about energy, we're talking about fueling performance. Um if you want to go even more in depth, simple sugars around your workouts. You, especially if you're snacking half an hour before training or 15 minutes before training, maybe have a simple sugar. So like sugar, a banana, you know? A banana, a few, few grapes, um, a Gatorade. I mean, at the end of the day, a Gatorade is not necessarily evil because it's sugar, as long as it's included in your intake. Now I talked about minerals and vitamins. You might get more quality micro, micro, micronutrient. That's not the macro. Macro is protein, fat, carbs. Micro is vitamin A, B, C, and all the crap and all the minerals. All the crap. Great stuff. It's good stuff, guys. But all these things, your micro are going to be more rich in an environment like a potato, a banana, and things like that, mm-hmm. rather than a Gatorade. Mm-hmm. But when you're stacking calories on top of calories, um, you might go for your your liquids that are fast accessible before your training. Now, your complex cars could be at other times in your day. When? Uh, before bed. If it's far from your workout, in the morning, uh, you want something that makes you move full. So uh, like we said, closer to bed, that could work.
0: Okay. And uh, what about those people that do carb cycling?
1: Carb cycling. Um, Who's that for? For anyone. Yeah. I mean, if that's something that's convenient for you, you can try it. Um, now the approach you want to have with it is uh, you have different options. What I do with my clients personally is that if someone um, doesn't have the same frequency of training from week to week, Mm -hmm. meaning uh, one one week they train two times and the other week they might train five, and it fluctuates like that, then energy expenditure is going to fluctuate also. Maybe not dramatically, but it might. So what I do is I could do some carb cycling, meaning you will... increase your carb intake on the days that you train and reduce on the day that you don't train. So it's easy to auto-regulate. Sometimes when I'm working with a physique athlete and we're grinding it out towards the last weeks of preps, now what I do is energy intake is generally very low, but I'll incorporate refeeds or diet breaks. And what I'll do is I'll suggest increasing the caloric intake or the carb intake on the days that you're not training. So let's say you have one or two days off together and you're really gonna take that time for your body to refuel, recover, restore all your glycogen store because you're living in a depleted state and a very extreme depleted state. So I like to replenish the glycogen because that's where the carbs are gonna go first during that period so that the next workouts that are coming are more productive and the performance is increased and usually overall feeling is so more positive. Can we
0: kind of think of it as like a bank for food? Like let's say the days you're not really, you know you're not going to move a lot, you won't need that much energy. auto You kind of save it for the day where you know you're going to be moving a lot more and like having a crazy workout.
1: That's one way to go about it. Okay. If you can handle and you are capable of tracking, because what I experienced all well with clients is that, don't ask them what they ate earlier in the day, sometimes they don't even, and don't ask them what they ate two days ago. If they're not on a plan, generally people are not self-aware of what they're eating. Eating is very passive nowadays. So if you're not self-aware of what you're eating, then you're like, oh, yesterday was like a low carb day. I'm gonna go for a high carb day. I, I forgot that about. one muffin
0: yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So don't you, muffins, And so. then that's the thing: so a lot of uh, a lot of misconception is people cutting a lot of carbs, but then increasing their fats. And today's not an episode about fats. But fats are higher in calories than carbs for the same amount in grams. So you're eating one gram of carb, that's four calories. You're eating one gram of fat, it's nine calories. It's more than double. So trust me, guys, you don't need much. You could eat half in fats, half the quantity in fats that you eat in carbs, and get even more calories. So be careful with these things.
0: And what's... uh... What do we hear nowadays? High glycemic
1: with versus low. Yeah, glycemic index. I think it's what's uh, going on with that. I think it's not super important. Okay. Um, It's also related with diabetes and the way that your insulin is going to spike, responding to certain types of food. Again, like most of the studies that have shown a reduction in um, insulin resistance amongst overweight people on specific diets, what they all had in common is that they dropped weight. So the most important thing for someone to become healthier is to just be less heavy, regardless of the diet that they're following. So um, should you really stick to low glycemic index food because they spike your insulin less? Well, again, spiking insulin makes your body, um, making energy store more um, available. So for some for some, some times, uh, it might be better to have a higher insulin response because... Uh, post-workout, let's say, insulin is released and then it tells your body to pull out the nutrients inside the muscle and if you're consuming protein with your carbs, you're going to pull that in too. So that's a good thing. Other times, you don't want to get that spike because you don't want to get that crash. Any spike has a crash. So like I said before bed, maybe have some more complex carbs and coast it through the night. Perfect. Cool. That's it for me. That's
0: it? That's all you have? Yeah, that's all I got, boy all right you did good
1: that's your carbs. so
0: carb is a me now no frenemy <laughs> is not a good thing no? it, it could be your best friend like be your worst enemy you just need to be aware of
1: oh oh water retention we didn't talk about that oh yeah throw it in there up to eight pounds of water retention when you increase your carbs so or when you reduce them so cutting carbs might make your weight, your body weight drop dramatically it's on the so scale. True we
0: have like so many people. Oh my God. like salmon. I cut
1: carbs. I lost 10 pounds. Yeah. 10 pounds of water. No.
0: Or like so I mean, I'm following everything. Why do I feel bloated?
1: Yeah. Well, oh, we didn't talk about fiber. We, a little bit. we did. We covered it. Fiber guys, <laughs> 15 grams per thousand calories that you're eating. Not more than that. Super high fiber diet are, are, um, Can have negative implication on your uh, GI health, so your your gut health. Um, So, so to take with precaution, you know that's why I was saying about complex carbs. They're great, but usually they have higher fiber content. So, like binging on that might not be good. Binging on high fiber non-starch veggies as well, like broccoli, like broccoli, like cauliflowers. You feel bloated. It might just it it might just be that. That's when white rice becomes like a great asset yeah. because if you're increasing your carbs because that's where you are on your journey and then you don't want to increase your fiber well you can go for white rice and then have it around your workout or rice cakes or things like that and trust me guys if you're at an energy balance or a slight surplus you won't have negative implication on your health and your cholesterol and all these things I mean unless you have genetic diseases I was just going to say like, it depends uh, you yes, might yes exactly I, I like we, your 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 specific journey is yours, and but anecdotally from what I've experienced with clients, um, the outcome is usually positive.
0: So, how do you feel, Solomon?
1: <sighs> I feel like that was a race. Yeah, it was like it's already twenty-one minutes. It's it
0: was a lot of information. We t- we still try to keep it short. And yeah. We, obviously, if there are more questions that you have or some things you don't understand properly, you should rewatch it and take notes. No, I'm joking. Or you can just like. Ask team Solomon the Great and he's gonna answer you. Or you can ask me and I'll ask Solomon and then I'll tell
1: you. And I know some stuff. You if know. I don't have the answer, you sure know damn well I'll go look out for it. That's right.
0: So, again, if you were here for me, thank you so much because I really appreciate it. If you were here for Solomon, <laughs> Even I'm here for her. If you were here for Solomon, you're yeah boring. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>